नमस्कार मित्रों मेरा नाम आशुतोष मुगरीकर है काफी लोग मुझे ऑलरेडी ट्विटर और फेसबुक से जानते ही होंगे पर जो लोग मुझे जानते नहीं है मैं मेरा शॉर्ट में इंट्रोडक्शन कराना चाहता हूँ उसके पहले मैं ये अपॉर्चुनिटी लेता हूँ टू थैंक इंडिक एकेडमी एंड इंडिक बुक क्लब फॉर गिविंग मी दिस अपॉर्चुनिटी टू कम ऑन देयर प्लेटफॉर्म एंड डिस्कस अ वेरी डल टॉपिक लाइक टैक्सेशन सो थैंक यू सो मच आई ऑल्सो टेक दिस अपॉर्चुनिटी टू थैंक क्रिएटिव इंडिया मैगजीन एंड स्वराज्य मैगजीन फॉर बींग द मीडिया पार्टनर्स फॉर दिस पर्टिकुलर इंडिक चैट थैंक यू सो मच कमिंग बैक दोस्तों टुडे आई विल बी डिस्कसिंग अबाउट सोशल मीडिया एंड जी एस टी दैट इज दॉपिक बिफोर दैट आई वुड लाइक टू इंट्रोड्यूस माई सेल्फ आई एम आशुतोष मुगड़ीकर आई प्रैक्टिस एज अ कंपनी सेक्रेटरी आई हैव गॉट अ स्मॉल कंसल्टिंग फर्म इन पुणे इंडिया एंड आई वर्क मेनली ऑन कंप्लायस एस्पेक्ट फॉर एनी कॉर्पोरेट एंटिटी सो आई प्ले अ ड्यूअल रोल वेन इट कम्स टू जी एस टी जस्ट लाइक यू एंड आई यू एंड एनी अदर पर्सन आई एम अ कंज्यूमर एंड एट द सेम पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम बींग ऑन द अदर साइड ऑफ द टेबल आई एम अ कंप्लायस गाय आई हेल्प कंपनीज टू कंप्लाय विथ all the laws that are applicable to them as a practicing company secretary so why did i choose gst and social media as a topic firstly the reason was very simple i was extremely shocked to note that there are people in this country who are celebrating a tax GST at the end of the day is nothing but a tax and people were celebrating it i was pretty shocked before going to that aspect i would like to give you a brief background so what is this GST all about why is every other person talking about GST GST was first conceptualized in the year 2000 or 2001 a concept paper was released under the prime minister atal bihari vajpayee's government and in 2017 this particular concept paper has become a law it took literally 17 years for this simple concept to come in india if you really ask my opinion i feel this should have been there in our constitution or in our federal taxation structure right from the beginning anyway that is a separate topic for uh, discussion but nevertheless this particular tax came into existence in 2017 after a lot of deliberations uh, spanning into uh, a decade and a half it materialized into a law both the political major political parties that is the bhartiya janata party and the congress both of them you know they did their usual uh, opposition and then support and you know all that thing but anyway conceptually both of them were okay with introducing this particular tax in india 
So what exactly did GST do? To understand this, you have to first understand what was the earlier structure. The earlier structure was a mess, if you really, really ask me. Mess in, the, in what sense? That, you know, probably I can explain you in a very simple and a short way. Mess was that right from procurement of raw materials, manufacturing it, then manufacturer selling it to the wholesaler, wholesaler to the retailer, and finally the retailer to the end consumer, there were multiplicity of taxes that were imposed on that one particular item. Most of these taxes were having cascading effect. So now you will ask me what is cascading effect? In simple terms, that particular product was getting taxed multiple times and one tax was again getting added to the cost and on that added cost another tax was getting uh, imposed. So that is tax on tax. So what happened exactly because of this? Firstly, the price of the goods which the ultimate consumer was paying, that is you and I, was unnecessarily getting higher. Secondly, because of this multiplicity of taxes, a lot of evasion or a lot of compliance headache used to happen for the businessmen. So finally they thought that okay, we have this big mess called indirect taxes in this country. Why not bring a goods and service tax? Simple, one nation, one tax. The indirect tax regime, the earlier one, there were three authorities, if I may use the word, three different authorities that were taxing. One was the central government, people charging the excise duty, the service tax, the central service tax, CST that is. The state governments, which were charging VAT and other, other taxes. And the local bodies, that is your municipal corporations like Delhi Municipal Corporation, Pune Municipal Corporation, BNC, which are charging Octroi or LBT. So the, these three entities were, you know, concentrating on X amount of goods that are getting produced by a manufacturer and how that one good travels from his factory till the end consumer. They said, okay, this is a big mess. People are, uh, you know, unnecessarily getting taxed twice. So let us bring GST. What GST structure, uh, you know, the one which is there as a, uh, across the world. We here in India, it is not exactly similar to that, but they have tried to adopt it and adapt it. To our Having said this, I would like to add that we have now become one amongst the 165 countries that impose GST. Anyway, coming back. So what exactly is in there for you as a consumer in GST? 
that is very pretty pretty important for you to understand and i will try to explain it and how we can use this particular opportunity or how we can particularly use this new enthusiasm or the energy levels that people are showcasing on social media to channelize to make the people in power accountable for every penny that we pay make pay to them via gst again am i the only taxpayer no if you are not paying direct taxes does that mean you are not a taxpayer no are the rich people the only ones who are paying taxes no the very concept of indirect taxes is that as they get embedded into the cost of the product each and every person in this country is a taxpayer you are a taxpayer i am a taxpayer that particular aspect gives you and i the equal right to demand services from the government to demand accountability from the government to demand that every penny that you pay to them is put to right use okay so what happened exactly once the constitutional amendment was done because you know the earlier structure was dividing the powers between the central government and the state government to tax goods and services on the services with the goods it needed a constitutional amendment for gst to come in once that was done the model gst laws were drafted put forth for stakeholder comments the model rules everything was put forth for the public uh, you know participation where consultants lawyers chartered accountants company secretaries cost and works accountants uh, the businessmen the various chamber of commerce they can run through it they can provide their feedback once that particular exercise was done all the model laws were actually passed by various state governments and as well as the central government okay so is it the fact that gst was uh, planned on 30th of june and it came on 1st of july and every, it caught everyone by surprise absolutely no i think uh, everybody probably knew uh, this uh, that this particular law is coming for like 2 years at least if not 2 years at least for one and a half year everybody knew that this will be the law and this will be the particular way in which it, it is going to be implemented or this is the way a particular goods will be taxed as and when the final date for implementing gst came by i started observing that a lot of interest or a lot of enthusiasm about gst is getting evoked or you know it's coming out from the people now like like you know on uh, twitter many people follow me since a long time they know me uh, from there and uh, they also know the fact that you know i try to simplify things uh, in, the, in the in the least uh, you know complicated manner 
in a way where a commoner can understand things in a way where a commoner can actually digest what i am trying to say and then even implement it i suddenly started getting messages tags direct messages or you know quotes saying that uh, what is this what is the rate of this particular tax or what is the rate at which um, my restaurant bill is uh, going to change now or at what uh, rate is particular good getting taxed etc 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 many of these queries were extremely valid many of these queries were you know quite silly many of these queries were out of ignorance many of these queries were out of confusion and i started you know thinking that okay because i being a consultant and in this field since a long time why not use this particular opportunity to help the common folks who are not you know from the finance side or the economic side or the tax side to explain them what is gst and how it is going to impact them then i started responding to each and every query i tried my best to answer as many people as possible and i take this opportunity to say you know i apologize if i have missed your uh, tag or something but i tried my best to explain them what is the concept how it is going to impact them what is it that they can get out of it and what exactly should be their next steps having said that i would like to explain you the very basics of gst again so that it's clear and it does not confuse you a lot of media folks i don't know what kind of anger they have or what kind of hatred they have for any government i will not name it but i have seen them talking absolutely rubbish fear mongering raising the mo- the least pertinent issue not giving the right feedback the uh, government and indulging in mudslinging so it becomes pertinent for me to explain the concept in a simple way in the most simplest way gst is taxing the addition of value which a particular raw material gets converted into till it reaches converted into a final product and till it reaches the end consumer that's it so the various taxes like excise basic uh, bcd then your opcroy then your vat then your critical taxes your swachh bharat says various types of taxes that were getting imposed on one particular item will now have one tax called gst it's as simple as that so what's in it for you as a consumer my answer is simple you have to know that what was the amount of taxes that you used to pay on that same particular product before gst <coughs> when one particular product comes in your hands at say 100 rupees mrp let me tell you that that particular product already had all these particular taxes 
embedded in the price itself it is just that you never knew about it but when we moved from the earlier system to the new system the only thing that has changed is today you can transparently see the amount of taxes you are paying on one particular item that is it why am i getting taxed 28% on say beauty products or 18% for one particular service like say telephone it's a very valid question my dear friends you have to understand the very concept of tax why are we paying taxes simple taxes are passed to society taxes contribute to the revenue of the state now what does the state do with this revenue i don't have to tell you frankly you already know that they purchase fighter jets they make roads dams you know or probably they don't make roads uh, but they do have to spend a lot of money in our defense our healthcare our infrastructure for building those airports and payment of uh, various you know for for for, for subsidies all that money <clears throat> comes from various sources and indirect tax is one of that source so at the philosophical level i can very well say that you are in fact contributing to the growth of the nation okay having said that it becomes important for every person to make sure that whatever taxes they are paying actually reach to the government number 2 once the money goes to the government we as citizens must also make sure that the money is put to right use it is very important and one aspect that this gst has brought and which i am personally very 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 happy about is that today people are questioning a lot of people ask me and ask me why am i paying so much taxes on this particular item i feel really nice because earlier that guy was not knowing today he not just knows the amount but is also feeling the pain and that particular pain will make all of us as aware citizens who demand accountability who will not tolerate wastage of their hard earned money on corruption on scams on loot which probably the earlier government was very much famous for uh, for doing and that particular change i am so happy that this particular tax gst has brought forth many many people today are really really aware and are demanding that to really scare any government be the state government your local body or the central government that today the new india what our prime minister keeps talking about is going to demand accountability from everyone simply because he is a contributory to it today we can demand that our soldiers who are standing on the border get the right equipment they get those helmets they get those jackets why else are we paying these taxes for it is for them it is not for anyone to 
gulp or you know just uh, appropriate you no know, is for building the nation and as far as this particular government is concerned i can confidently and very proudly say that they are putting this money to the right use it reflects from the fact that a lot of money is getting saved via the loopholes we have absolutely heard no scam and i hope that this particular uh, you know this this performance keeps repeating year after year after year and gst not just gst but all sorts of contributions that we make for nation building actually result in growth in gdp okay so this was the concept of gst and i i also try to explain you how social media has you know kind of become aware and uh, how people are now demanding stuff in this aspect i would also like to highlight that many people were uh, are very confused probably because of the whatsapp forwards probably because of the wrong reporting by the media or you know maybe uh, wrong discussions with their friends etc apart from that there are certain people who are quite aware so what exactly are they doing and what you can do to have that minimum uh, kind of level of understanding this concept where you don't get fooled so i would like to give you certain tips first thing that you have to do my dear friends is get a small booklet on my twitter and facebook profile i will share a link it is a small 20 page uh, booklet which will explain you all these concepts in a very succinct and beautiful manner and because of that you will not be fooled if anyone tries to fool you apart from that so that is your first step the second step that you have to do is download the official gst app now what happens with this app is if at all you are not aware of the right rate of gst the right uh, classification of goods you can go there search via the product name or the hsn code and get the right rates that is the official app that should be your second thing the third thing that you have to do is whenever you are paying gst you have to take the invoice okay so you go to the restaurant to pay gst make sure that you demand an invoice invoice that you demand is nothing but a proof that you have already paid the taxes that that were imposed on the, those particular goods the fourth thing that you can do as a citizen is you can start making payments digitally so you know naturally that leaves a trail behind and you know you can actually help the government in you know checking payments okay these are three to four small simple things that you need to do apart from that i see a lot of people having enthusiasm or energy where they ask me questions like will the amount that i have paid as gst actually be, go to the government 
Will the restaurant keep the money for themselves? Will there be an invasion? Okay, going back. Why are people having these questions today? Simply because they are now aware. They are now aware that they are, you know, paying that particular tax to the government and they want that money to go there only. I appreciate it, my dear friends. Excellent. But do note that while doing this, you are not supposed to doubt or call the businessman a chore or doubt his intentions because you do not have any basis. You do not know that he is evading taxes. You really don't know. It is absolutely not right to call the businessman a thief or a chore without any basis. It is wrong, my dear friends. I am a consultant. I am a consumer. At the same point of time, I am myself a businessman. Let me tell you, it is extremely difficult to do business in India. Huh, yes, the, there is ease of doing business. Our government is working on it. But at the ground level, it is quite tough. The entrepreneur faces a lot of issues, both infrastructure wise, you know, local uh, issues. And in that also he carries on his business. As a fun fact, let me tell you. An indirect tax, the entrepreneur earns nothing out of it. In fact, he spends money from his pockets to comply with the law that the government has imposed. He is simply collecting the tax on behalf of the government, going and making the payment. That's it. There will be certain rotten apples <coughs> who will evade the taxes. But we have to know our responsibility. There is a system. There are officers. There is a full invoice to invoice matching system called GSTN, which has been designed simply to catch these evaders. So what you are not responsible for, then why are you getting worried or worried about it? There is a system to track these evaders, catch them. There are penalty clauses and they will be penalized uh, under those clauses. We have to complete our responsibility. What we are supposed to do, we are you know, do it perfectly. And expect the government to do what they are supposed to do perfectly. In this process, if you start you know, deriding the wage payer, that is the businessman, then we are doing a disservice to this uh, whole community. I would just wanted to add this particular aspect because a lot of people come to me or tag me and you know, they start abusing that particular business or the restaurant or the small eatery. And I feel really pained. Probably uh, that person did not know about this particular rate of tax or their software was not updated or it could be a plain mistake also. When we don't know the exact facts, abusing them or literally writing them off is not right. That is my humble opinion. I hope people take it in the positive sense. I'm not defending the wrong guys, but I'm just saying that making a generalized statement is also not right. Having said that, evaders 
must be punished and the way this new gst system is planned the gst and the invoice matching etc etc the evaders will be caught and they will also be punished okay then there is a lot of confusion amongst the masses about gst on petroleum so let me tell you my dear friends petroleum is not under gst it is still taxed under vat by their respective state governments why i don't know frankly i feel that the gst council has not come to a conclusion or a, a you know a, a common agreement where they finally decide to bring petroleum products also under the gst ambit but as of now petroleum is not under gst there are many media person who are spreading the lies that if gst is brought under uh, if sorry petroleum products are brought under gst the prices of petrol will be 50 rupees or 45 rupees or something like that let me break it to you my dear friends if you create a wrong expectation and do not deliver on deliver on it there will be a backlash and this is exactly what the media always tries to do they first create a wrong impression and when the government doesn't do it they say that okay they have failed or something like that firstly even if gst uh, covers petroleum products it will not be taxed at say 28% there will definitely be a cess charged on these particular products why simply because the government needs revenue now you will say that you know government is earning so much why am i getting taxed fair enough that is a separate topic but i would like to give you a simple example as to how this particular system works forget about the nation for a minute forget about everything else now think of one single house with 3 to 4 people living in it okay the rent electricity food etc all these charges or the expenses are say 1200 rupees 1200 rupees per month now to survive the government or the 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 owner of the house must earn a minimum of 500 right so what are the sources through which he learn one he will have direct taxes two he will have indirect taxes three he will start charging for all the small little services that he provides four he will run companies like ongc dcl hcl various banks which give him dividend etc 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 the fact is whatever are our expenses as a nation all the sources of revenue for the government are not able to cover those expenses that is why you keep hearing the word deficit we are already having we are already a deficit nation 
so how do we fill this particular gap okay so i earn a thousand bucks but i have to spend 1200 bucks how do i get these 200 rupees extra simple i borrow i borrow from outside india i borrow from various sources i borrow from the so we already are a deficit nation taxes on petroleum products give a huge revenue not just to the central government but to the state governments despite that we are in deficit and if petroleum products are brought under gst the deficit level will not be covered rather it will uh, are brought under gst and tax at 28% or even 18% it will not cover the deficit rather the deficit will go increase so mentally as a citizen you have to tone down your expectations don't go by this media narrative fall for it and later on when it doesn't happen be sad about it you have to look at things from a larger perspective as a contributory uh, to the nation building you know that 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 level you have to think from that angle once you understand the logic behind things then suddenly you know you will not fall for all these small little tricks that people use to fool you having said that you will say mr ashutosh why are gst rates constantly changing now or why do i see uh, uh, revenue secretary get up one fine day and announce that uh, we are bringing 173 goods out of 20% rate and bringing it to 18% etc to understand this you have to know uh, you know uh, you know take this into account my dear friends we are very complex nation whatever is a easily available thing for you and i could be a luxury for someone living in say nagaland or arunachal pradesh what could be an absolutely useless thing for you could be an essential thing for some of our brothers staying in say orissa or northeast or the you know jammu and kashmir maybe what could be a luxury for you could be an essential for someone because of these complexities it is very difficult and actually impractical to expect one perfect system on day 1 because of this fact only there is this concept called as gst council which is listening to you which is listening to all those businessmen which is addressing your needs and making corrective measures this is called as progressive elaboration as and when the project goes ahead and you encounter certain nitty gritties and small problems you correct them and move on it's as simple as that secondly these teething problems will come not just now on for the next 6 months this will keep happening for a long long period of time because any project will not become successful or 
you know perfect from day one so what do you and i as citizens do i'll give you a simple trick my dear friends and how social media can be a powerful medium i have this particular friend uh, ankit jain who is a jeweler by profession he is very much active on uh, twitter now this gentleman uses social media very beautifully if you keenly observe whatever he posts you will see that he gives a very practical and a constructive feedback to the government what does that do it gets ears now think about this my dear friends i am someone in power i am a, a, a secretary or some some person who has got power if you have a suggestion and you come to me with that suggestion will you be abusing me will you be you know talking gibberish or will you be getting personal with me or something like that no you will come to me and tell me what is the exact problem what are the issues and what needs to be done about it and you will demand certain timelines from me and then say thank you and go away from my office similarly same thing applies to social media also i am not saying that don't say whatever you don't you feel like no i do not believe in uh, uh, you know suppressing someone's freedom of ex expression all i am saying is when you present your problem to the authority present it in a way which exactly tells the problem what is the pain point and probably you don't have to give the solution that is their work to find solutions but if you have a solution put forth what happens is if your particular message or a tweet has these basic components that will be read if there are abuses do you think anybody would take you seriously think practically i don't think so anybody would you know uh, read between the abuses and your problem and understand and take it away no they simply going to ignore your message probably lakhs of messages go to them similarly you have to learn this simple subtle art of presenting your problem and a quick solution thirdly twitter is not the only medium to present your problems if you find someone who is evading taxes there is a help desk 24/7 that works you can post all the details on that particular help desk okay if you don't want to call uh, if you then send a detailed email i will also post the email to you you can post a detailed email as to what happened the facts of the case <coughs> the uh, scan of the particular invoice etc etc on that particular email id and expect the action to be taken based on your particular complaint again the basic rules of engagement are applicable here also you are supposed to you know in a very short concise clear complete manner 
present this particular uh, problem to the authorities. So this is all about GST. This is all about social media and how you can use these tools which are available literally for free and become a contributory to this nation building activity. Mind you my dear friends, today we have got a very a government which is listening to the needs of the people. They are extremely responsive. We have to learn this art of reaching to these people in the right manner and then demand from them delivery of services. I also take this opportunity to tell all those who are watching me that we should press for passing of a law which uh, provides for compulsory delivery of services to the citizens in a time bound manner. I agree there are certain states which already have this particular law. Many of the government departments already have uh, guidelines to deliver services to the citizens in a time-bound manner. But legislating this particular law is very, very important. This will not only bring transparency, this will also bring accountability. We will know exactly that the responsible people are using our GST money, our direct taxes, or indirect taxes in the right manner. We need this particular law. And when we as citizens start raising our voices, then our elected representatives shall have no option but to listen to us. So I again take this opportunity and this, you know, this whole enthusiasm that this particular GST has brought forth to push for bringing these particular, uh, you know, really citizen-friendly laws into this country. Now I have already spoken for about 40-40 minutes. And I now would like to, uh, uh, you know, go ahead and take certain questions from you all before I then end our conversation. So, One of the person has messaged me and asked why are pe people always criticizing the government? Okay, anyway, this is not related to GST, my dear friend, but uh, I would still like to take up this question. It's quite interesting. See, now this is at a different philosophical level I'm going, but you have to understand one thing, my dear friends. Government is like a big amoeba with a lot of amoeba or some, you know, insect or something with a lot of huge tentacles. The head doesn't know where it's one of its arms is. The people sitting in uh, the offices do not know 
how their officers are actually delivering services to the last mile there will always be a gap there will always be areas where there need to be certain improvements and when a citizen who is a contributory to the nation you know who is paying his taxes on time despite paying taxes he is making sure that his nation is clean he is not littering it he is not throwing dirt he is not cheating he is overall you know not just the fundamental rights but he is making sure that he complies with the fundamental duties also and then he doesn't get the kind of services that he really deserves then there will certainly be certain uh, you know disappointment and that disappointment comes out via social media or some tweets or long posts on facebook or some you know uh, articles or something like that and that is good that is absolutely needed your voice must reach these people you are not for them they are for you whatever taxes you are paying are actually a part of it also goes towards the salaries of all these people what is demanding services that you deserve from them and getting angry at them there's a way to put things i agree but i don't think anybody should have a problem with criticizing the government having said this it is equally important for people to know that you need to criticize on those aspects which are logical criticism just for the sake of it or just because you hate one particular leader or you like one particular party is no criticism at all your criticism has to be objective that is all i can you know hope that people do it criticism should bring about certain change or certain uh, you know action rather than you know a rant or a uh you know it should not just sound like you know hollow but have some some basis and most of it that i see is uh, you know political nature people uh, who have absolutely no idea about the gst network who have never ever dealt with any government department just criticizing the government saying that you know the gst portal is not working there is that but my question is boss tell me did you ever file a document in the earlier system or did you even file a document in the current system so why are you you know criticizing things which you don't know you find things which are actually hurting you right and then talk about it why are you clogging this whole space and you know, that that's my view maybe most of you will not agree it's again fundamental right to say whatever you say it yaar i don't have any problem but your question was why are people criticizing the government because they are demanding stuff and they are not getting the stuff naturally criticism will come and it should come my only point was the criticism has to be valid and it has to have certain basis as Uh, a citizen myself i can you know try to be like that i'm not saying i am uh, not like that i also criticize on unnecessary things 
I am only saying I should try to do it. Next, the query uh, are. Okay, so this this someone who is asking about breakup of taxes on petroleum products. Okay, I don't know the exact breakup, but uh, sometime back I had tweeted that there is 117 percent of tax on uh, diesel, and I think about 125 percent of tax on petrol. That is the kind of uh, taxes that are imposed on these uh, fuel. Secondly, one uh, we have to understand one thing is that because petrol is not under GST, there is this peculiar problem where big industries are consuming petrol and they are not getting input tax credit against the against the taxes that they are currently paying, which adds to the cost of the end product that we you know consume. And personally and professionally also, I feel that as early as possible, whatever rate. But as early as possible, GST uh, should cover petroleum products as well. Then, I would like to take another question. Somebody is asking me about uh, if it is a one nation, one tax. Then how do we have uh, various slabs? Okay, having various slabs does not mean that there are various taxes, my dear friend. It is just the rate at which one particular goods is getting taxed. GST is one tax only. The rate of taxes are different. Now you will say, why? The government had said, Mr. Modi had said that it is one nation, one tax, one nation, one market. Why do we have these various slabs and you know it is confusing? What is SGST, IGST? I'll try to explain. Think about it, my dear friends. You are someone who is earning one crore rupees per annum as salary. And there is this poor worker who is earning 10,000 rupees as his monthly salary of say 1 lakh rupees per annum. Example. He goes out and buys say a pack of biscuits. On that particular pack of biscuits, the amount of indirect taxes charged are say 10 rupees. Alright. This poor fellow goes and buys one pack of biscuits and on those biscuits 10 rupees is the amount of indirect taxes. Next moment you who is earning a crore rupees per annum goes and buys the same biscuit packet. What will be the rate the amount of tax that will be charged to you again 10 rupees. This particular concept is the regressive nature of indirect taxes which basically means indirect taxes do not consider your income while it is imposed on you. 
so poor fellow will also pay equal amount as indirect tax and you will also pay an equal amount of indirect taxes on the other hand the direct taxes the poor guy does not pay anything because his income is 1 1 lakh only whereas you will pay whatever 25 30% as income tax and you will be paying 30 lakh rupees 30 times his annual income as tax that is progressive so the higher the income higher will be the tax lower the income lower will be the tax that is the nature of direct taxes whereas in indirect taxes it was as we saw equal on every person to remove this regressive nature of indirect taxes these particular slabs are introduced so whatever essentials are there like say milk or veggies or you know your um, rice or stuff like that they are taxed at 0% why because the poor person he should be in a position to benefit out of it if you impose say even 5% tax on it he will be the one who will be at a greater loss secondly okay maybe for the rich guys also get it at 0% that is not a problem how do we cover up that loss of revenue we tax luxury items with the highest rate this is also a very beautiful tool to uh, to uh, you know channelize the resources in the economy if you tax the luxury items in you know at a high rate people will divert the resources the companies will divert those resources in building products which are essential that's how we need these various different slabs so that it benefits the you know the last mile person the essentials are taxed at lower rate whereas the luxuries are taxed in the highest rate many people also asked me that why singapore has uh, one rate of tax and why in india we have uh, uh, you know various slabs no it is really wrong to compare a very developed economy like singapore with india firstly secondly we have got, uh, you know more than 30 35 various heads across the country who are members of this particular council and who have to come up with uh you know how these slabs are designed or how each goods is placed into it that is a very difficult and very different nature uh, of india and singapore so it is very wrong to compare both these economies the poorest of the poor in singapore also pays a tax on education he pays taxes on healthcare also whereas do you really think we are in a position to tax healthcare services no we have to exempt it because there are so many of our brothers or sisters who cannot afford primary healthcare services also and you want to impose uh, a tax on uh, that also and make it expensive for them not possible we need these slabs having said that the government is saying that they will rationalize the rates they will also bring 
dual uh, rate structure into GST. This brings me again back to the earlier discussion we had, where a, a project progressively elaborates, where, where things develop as we go ahead. So we achieved base one. Okay, we can see the results. New SSCs are joining in. The revenue th uh, that we were expecting is, you know, getting achieved, and we can see that, uh, 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 you know, uh, new SSCs are getting added, and the, the tax base is increasing, etc. That naturally gives the confidence to the finance ministers of the nation as well as all the states to adopt newer changes. So. Just yesterday or today itself, uh, the, 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 the Mr. Sushil Modi gave a statement that the GST Council is looking at having the structure. Excellent. What will be the rates? I don't know. But yes, things are getting improved. And why is it possible? Because not just the traders, not just the businessmen, not just the manufacturers, not just the, uh, the, the, the trade associations or chamber of commerce, but you and I. Everyone has contributed to this by talking about it, by creating so much of content online that, you know, people were forced to listen to it. Just go on to Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, you see hundreds of videos, hundreds of talks where people are explaining GST and, you know, how it is problematic or how it is painful or how it is good. All this adds to the overall, you know, the ecosystem or the narrative. This is how things improve. So, improve our system, look at our GST structure in a unique manner, get the best practices uh, which are followed outside India. There are 164 other countries where GST is implemented. Now, if you have time, the interest, study those, pick up the best points and try to, you know, make a desi mix and present it to the government. If it is excellent, I am sure, dead sure that it will be discussed and come. And this is how you can again, one more way to be a contribution. So again, just comparing the rates, 7% GST in Singapore, we have got this 0, 5, 12, 18, 20. It's, it's absolutely wrong. Now, just two minutes are left for this particular Indic chat. So I take this opportunity to thank each one of you who took out time on a Sunday evening to listen to my talk. Thank you so much. Secondly, I would like to, uh, you know, just add that whatever questions that I have missed or I could not answer, I will personally make it a point to reply to all of those. And I request your patronage in the next Indic chat as well. And the de details will be posted on their Twitter page. This particular initiative is extremely beautiful. I loved speaking uh, for an hour. I was trying to scroll through your comments and uh, you know uh, answer as many as possible, but I I could manage only two. And uh, I will make sure I contact each one of you personally. And I once again thank you for joining in. And uh, Jai Hind, Thank you so much. Good night.